Welcome to Slash Server Life, the podcast where we explore the unseen world of people in the service industry. In this episode, I'm doing something a little different. Whenever I am curating the content of the podcast, I have to look at things like time and whether this particular segment makes sense in the overall flow of the story. And Maddie had a lot of little gems and stories and things that we would add that didn't necessarily make sense in the overall arc of the story, but were too interesting to cut out altogether. So in this episode extra, you get a behind-the-scenes look at Maddie's take on how people in the service industry are portrayed in movies and television. I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Like about, like, service industry movies, um, TV shows, like, a little bit, it's just, really just how much they piss me off sometimes. Like, there's there's some really good ones out there, but, you know, like a movie like Waiting, like, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty funny movie. But, you know, it doesn't really, I think, do the justice, you know. It's it's more about people, you know, which is, like, the job itself is so interesting. I don't understand why they always have this weird, there's always this really strange plot line in it for no reason. Like, like in that movie, he's, he's, there's the guy who can't pee at work. And it's like, who cares? Like, why would he, I mean, it's good for a movie, but, you know, that was the movie that everybody in the service street went and saw. And it was like, oh, I mean, it's okay. There's some really good ones out there, like like the movie Chef was really good. I, I wouldn't say it was perfect or anything like that, but it was really good. It was about his love of food and, you know, saying fuck you to a food critic, which everybody can't stand a food critic. Because they're just, it's that entitlement, you know. They just think that they they have the right to judge other people's art. You know, you really don't. It's food, you know. No one has the same taste, you know. You can't say that your palate is better than anybody else's. It's your palate. You know, just because you like these things to be perfect and everything has to be beautiful and all that, doesn't mean you know. You know, a burger and animal style fries at Dino's, you know, isn't the most delicious thing in the world. But, but honestly, like, what I think is one of the best interpret, uh, not the interpretation, but the best, uh, the best views on what it's like to really work in a restaurant is, believe it or not, Ratatouille. Like it's, you know, it's about his, it's about the little rat's journey, you know, in, in, in cooking, but just everything, everything in that movie is just, it's the actual like restaurant part of it is just spot on when it comes to the critic, people working in the kitchen, how they're tired, they have bags under their eyes, like just those little details, like, you know, people like, it's a, it's a Disney movie, so they're not going crazy into it, you know, but you can tell like, you know. There's characters who look like they were up all night, you know, you know, getting drunk and smoking. Like, there's characters who look like that. They don't, of course, they don't say that, but you know, that's another thing. People are sometimes hungover. People have been smoking too much weed the night before, doing even more the night before, you know. Um, but I mean, they, even that, even like when you see shots of their hands, they have little nicks and cuts on their hands, little burns, you know. And it's not just like you know, regular like a regular hand doing something. There's those like little battle wounds, you know. Those little imperfections you get on your hands from working in the industry for so long and stuff like that is just it's it's really I really liked watching the way it was portrayed in that movie because I felt like it was really honest and really real and I think that a lot of chefs would agree with that you know I mean it's it's a fun movie but it's it, it's a lot more than that you know and 
you know, those Pixar movies are usually pretty on point. You know, even Finding Nemo, they did a lot of oceanography research to make it as accurate as possible. They did the same thing with restaurants for this one. And, you know, you don't have to work in, like, a five-star restaurant to realize that. I mean, you could work at, you know, Chili's and, you know, feel the same kind of things, you know. Like, when, when you're watching it, you're like, oh, dude, I know that. I know that guest. I know what it's like when I try to do that and my chef says no to that, you know. So I think that one was, like, one of the ones that really, like, kind of killed it. Um, but uh, Movie Chef was, was, was very, very good. Um, but there's some that are... There's a movie, I believe it's called Burnt with Bradley Cooper. Um, that movie, I hated that movie. I hated it. Why? Because Bradley Cooper's character is a pretty awful dude, and he just surrounds himself with people who enable him to pretty much do whatever he wants. And all he cares about is getting three Michelin stars, which is, you know, the biggest honor you can get, you know. But he is awful to people he's abusive to people and then he just kind of gets everything he wants and every, and you know he gets the girl it's just one of those like the movie itself like you know I'm not going to say what the ending is but well, I already kind of did it's, it's a happy ending but it it, it would have been a better movie if he had just failed miserably at the end like it would have been a realistic movie like he did that and he pushed people too hard and he didn't he didn't care about the family and uh, aspect of what he did you know, because all these people that are working with you, they're they're working just as hard, you know. A sous chef works way harder than a chef most of the time. Because a sous chef is the chef's right hand man. The chef's making all the important decisions and delegates that to the sous chef, and the sous chef executes it. So they're the ones, you know, really in the thick of it for the most part, you know. Not to say that chefs aren't working hard, they do. But sous chef is the one who's really like they're the ones closing the restaurant down. They're the first ones there in the morning. You know, chef will come in and just make sure everything's going right and supervise, come up with things, help people out. The sous chef is the one really doing the work. So, in a movie like Burnt, you know, where he just treats his entire crew and front of house and the owner and managers just like complete and utter dog shit, is he should not have been able to come out victorious with that at all. Like, there should not have been a happy ending for that movie. You know, his his basically it, there should have been a walkout. You know, I I've been in the industry long enough. I wouldn't work for someone like that. And you know, and as far as the TV shows, you know, mo- all most of the shows now are cooking competitions, which is it's cool. It's interesting what people can do. You know, I mean, it's TV. It's re- it's reality TV, which is more scripted than a lot of sitcoms are sometimes. But those shows they're really interesting and you see some really good food and some really passionate people and I really like it for that aspect but you also take away from what it is to actually prepare the food properly in a restaurant like in a restaurant you're always on a time constraint but there's not a clock ticking you know beside you know well we open at 4 we gotta be ready by 4 you know you get ready by 4 you get ready to serve it you know even if you're still cutting tomatoes you're fine you don't have to stop at 4 o'clock and wait you get your job done. If, there, if you don't have a ticket, you keep working. So I think that's people's kind of misleading thing that, you know, it's, it's that cooking competition thing, which it's, it's just TV. It's not real. And I think, I hope most people understand that. But I think it does give a bad light to kind of how violent things can be too. Like Gordon Ramsay freaking out and calling people names and cursing and screaming and yelling. And 
like that there's a lot of yelling there's a lot of cursing there's a lot of name calling but it's not anywhere near that violent you know like you know i i definitely when i first started out i'd go down the walk in and cried my eyes out because i felt like i was a piece of shit chef was throwing a pan at me because i was moving slow which i was but you know just the the drama that it it's like oh it's it's like it's like warfare in the kitchen and it's like kind of but i mean not really <laughs> like it's just food you know if you mess up a dish yeah you'll get in trouble but it's not gonna you're not gonna blow up the world because of it you know more often than not someone's not gonna die because you know your salad has too much dressing on it or you overcook rice you know you're not gonna send someone to the hospital but I, 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 I would like to see like a I really I really liked Anthony Bourdain's show you know because he just kind of showed people in their element what they do like they weren't trying to they were trying to look good of course you're on television of course you're trying to look good but he he, he, he was more of a, about people's uh, stories basically just you know watching people instead of interacting with people just letting this is what we do and he always had a great it's like cool I'll try oh man that's awesome no hesitation you know that Bizarre Foods was his name Andrew Zimmerman mm-hmm. um, you know he'd always he would do it be God, I gotta eat this pig's testicle that's been pickled in, in lime lime and dirt like okay and he and does that we're interested in there like cool oh that's awesome just like that it's 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 really fascinating to watch that and I really like shows like that because it was a more realistic thing about where food comes from you know and, and a lot of the time it wasn't about restaurants and if it and it wasn't about like you know the most famous restaurant in, in town, you know, it was about some little place that was cool, you know. Everybody kind of likes to find those little places, but at the same time, they're not completely necessary. The big places aren't completely necessary. If everybody cooked their own food, I would have no job. But letting it's it's I, I like it because it's interesting because it just shows people just being themselves instead of trying to be a character and get famous you know instagram famous because you were on hell's kitchen you know like i'm a chef and this is like i was on this blah 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 and i was the guy who had this crazy thing and i was the guy who dropped the cake and then blamed it on somebody else and got in a big fight and these big characters you see on these shows that are the reason that people watch them because they're entertaining not because they're good because they're entertaining and that's where it is like food is the entertainment aspect of food is not why we like food. We like it because it tastes good, because it makes us feel good. Because it, it, Even the fact that it, it, it looks good, you have to have your presentation. But I mean, a bowl of chili doesn't necessarily look good. It just is good, you know? So I really like the fact that, you know, he just kind of like let things be and, and the food was ugly sometimes. I love that. I love the fact that he would have ugly food. He would eat a Frito pie he didn't, out of a bag. He didn't care. And... I, 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 that that to me was so much more interesting and, and noteworthy than you know someone who can feed three pretentious judges in 45 minutes you know I have, I have more clout for you know the old dude who sits there and he's like all I do is make biscuits really that's like that's all I do let's try your biscuit oh wow that's good There's something sexy about a biscuit but it, it's just good you just like them and that's what I like about stuff like that, you know? I like, I like it to have some heart and some realness to it and show the ugly side and 
not just have everything be like you know like a violent circus you know it's just exasperating you know problems that are there but you know let th- there's a lot of positivity from the kitchens too you know or restaurants in general I keep saying kitchens but there's a lot of positivity in kitchens there's a lot of camaraderie you try things you, you make joke food you know what's like, joke food I, I think everybody who's ever worked in a kitchen has made like a food cock at some point <laughs> like out of whatever like something that looks like a penis even if it's like by accident you show everybody everybody has done that they've written something on a plate as it like to one of their friends and you know everybody has done a little joke thing and it, that's so much fun to do at work yeah it's wasteful yeah it's like time mismanaged but it's good morale it's, it's fun to have stuff like that what Just, joke food have you made um when I worked at a pizza place if we had extra dough we'd make you know we'd shape it into like a penis or a vagina or boobs or something like that very very juvenile but fun and the best part is you get to eat it afterwards too so there's even more jokes that can be made about that <laughs> but uh there was there was one dude who will remain nameless he's a good friend of mine um we had made a, a, a phallic right I guess it was phallicies out of some old dough and we took a picture of it and he accidentally hashtagged the restaurant that we worked in and he got in big trouble for that. They wanted to fire him for that, and we all kind of stuck up for him. Like, man, it's cool. But that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Just how much trouble he got into was amazing. It would almost be worth. I, w- I would almost do that myself, just because of how <laughs> how funny that was to me. And this, the story was even better. But. <laughs> You know things like that. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of joking around. And there's a lot of fun. And, you know, have a good time. If, if everybody's having a good time, like if you go into a restaurant, you see everybody having a good time and things are running. That'd be like your favorite place to go, even if the food is like okay. You know, that's what the important of like a front house is. It's like you know, if the food is okay, people will still come back for the atmosphere and, and seeing people they like. You know, working there. And uh, I. I would much rather eat a C-plus burger at a place that I really enjoy than an A-plus burger at a place that I don't feel welcome at. You know, my goal is to have both. This has been Maddie's Movie Rant, brought to you by all the TV shows and movies that don't suck. But seriously, folks, get off your phones, pause that bullshit conversation, and put down your fork long enough to peer in the not-so-secret world of service. This has been Episode Extras for Slash Server Life. I'm your host, Dee. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can now find us on iTunes and Stitcher, you can also like the Facebook page slash server life, find me on Twitter under C underscore Rye, or follow me on Instagram under slash server life. <laughs>